0: welcome to Reframe Your Life. I'm Joanne Gibson. And I'm Sandy Reynolds. Together, we bring you our podcast for women who want to live and lead their lives thoughtfully and with intention.
1: On our episodes, we explore diverse topics relevant to all areas of our lives.
0: Hello, Life Reframers. Today on our program, we're going to be talking about a topic that is essential to understand and really get a grasp of if you're going to get serious about reframing your life. It's something that I haven't always been good at, and it's setting boundaries, I can't remember if I ever shared this story, but I'm going to share it again if I have, because it was one of the big boundary lessons in my life. I was about 24 years old and working for an investment company on Bay Street in Toronto, which is the financial district. It was a small business in terms of staff, but they made a lot of money. The president of the business could be quite demanding. He was one of those kind of autocratic rulers, and it was his kingdom, and I had a really difficult time standing up to him and uh one day I went into his office and he to give him something and he just kind of ripped a strip off me about it I can't remember what the issue was but he really went crazy and I remember something in me just snapped because I I had never really stood up to him before and I took this file I had in my hand and I slammed it down on his desk And I said, don't you ever talk to me like that again. And I walked out shaking and called my husband and said, I probably am going to get fired. I just thought I'd let you know because nobody stood up to this guy. And he got up from the office, walked out and slammed the door and was gone for about two hours. And I was pretty sure that was the end of the line for me. When he came back, he called me in, and I thought, this is it, and he actually apologized to me, and he he admitted that he didn't have good boundaries, and that he hadn't been treating me very well, and thanked me for standing up to him, and I felt like he needed it, like I felt like he was maybe this kind of personality that would push people until they stood up to him, and then he would respect them, so... That's my boundary story. I wish that I learned everything about boundaries in that one incident, but I've had to continue to learn about boundaries through my life. So Joanne, let's get into Ooh. this. How about you? Yeah.
1: So I, th- I like how you shared a story that was a kind of a boundary in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and boundaries is a huge topic. So we're going to touch on Boundaries could be related to your goals, uh, your work, your family as well, and then boundaries in relationship to keep you safe. And essentially, Sandy, that story that you shared, a boundary, I guess, was stepped over or pushed too far. Something was invoked in you
0: that you Mm -hmm. had to uh, react in that way, I guess. Right. And so this is something that I've been working on, Joanne, because that has been my pattern is it's not until someone crosses my boundary. Right. That I, that I have, that I almost realize that somebody has crossed my boundaries. Yeah. And so I've had to learn and continue to learn to make my boundaries clearer before that happens. I think you're, mm. you're good at that. I was thinking it's a bit of a temperament thing as well, a personality. Um, maybe personalities struggle in boundaries in different ways or have to learn different things around boundaries. But for me, it's definitely around being clearer before they're crossed.
1: I don't always share my boundaries and I know I've shared this. It was when you and I were hiking and I was having a challenge with a, um, family member and, and you said, what are the boundaries that you don't feel that they should cross? Mm you know, what is the okay and what is the not okay. And once you identify those, be okay with those, be comfortable with those, verbalize those and stick to those so that that person knows. And so I have done that, but I don't, I don't, so I can be good with my boundaries when I'm trying to achieve a certain goal or a task, but not always with relational ones. I'm pretty good on work and you know non-work because I like to you know like I say I don't like to work on the weekend unless I really have to if I have a deadline of course I'm going to but I try and keep my work still to Monday to Friday even though I work for myself right so but that so it just makes it easy for me if someone wants to go and do something no sorry I'm working um and I think that that is because I could get distract, very easily distracted on other things, and because my partner normally has you know Saturday and Sunday off. Obviously, it's different now that he's studying. But um, so yeah, I guess yeah, yeah, we have different strengths around boundaries. But it was you who—it's always easier when we do it with someone <laughs> else. So actually.
0: true. I see. You know, it is that a little bit of that. If you've got it, you spot it in other people. <laughs> I see people with boundary issues all the time. I feel like, you know, so many of my conversations with people, one of the things I, I recognize in them is that they need to set better boundaries. So it's interesting that it's something I struggle with, but I do think that's why I see it quickly in other people, because I have this radar about boundaries, I think, and it's something I've worked on. Yeah, well, boundaries is similar to expectations, I think, in a way. Mm -hmm. Just
1: thinking of if you have boundaries around work, well, the similar expectations, you know, I can work between the hours of 7am and 7pm. After that, I'm with my family or whatever. So it's a boundary, but it could be verbalized as an expectation. My expectation is I, I, and not going to be contacted after that or if I am you cannot expect an answer from me right. right so i think that's that's similar in a way and it's the same with relationships now when i have used about it was actually based on that suggestion that we did hiking a number of years ago is when we had a family member come and stay um actually sat down with that person and said here's here's the conversations and topics you can't bring up
0: Right,
1: you know we're not going to be talking about because they, they had been a constant source of antagonism and challenge and disrespect um, on both sides they felt disrespected we felt dis- so it was clearly two areas that we were never going to agree on so that was it we we said don't
0: bring it up like it's not been brought up in our house so um <laughs> so I think that's great. And you're right. It is. So I think when you're, um, setting an expectation or it is, it is very similar to a boundary oh. for sure, because it's when people, um, don't know what to expect. It's probably because you haven't set clear boundaries, right? So when you do that. When Absolutely. You it's, it's true. Like it's, and it, it is hard. And I, you're right about relationships. And I think a lot of people struggle with the example you gave, which is um, when people want to reach out to you after business hours, I think that's something mm-hmm. and it's not isolated with being an entrepreneur. I think yeah. that that, you know, people have email on their phones and they're texting and there's there's um a need for people to put the boundaries in place in fact this is just a side thing i was reading yesterday about i think it's the new ceo of pepsi i don't know if you it was on linkedin this article about how he's established this thing called leaving loudly as part of huh. the corp- corporate culture because people always sneak out be and this is a kind of a boundary thing right because they don't there's an expectation that you need to be there like till six or seven at night and so you know and people would just kind of drift off without saying goodbye and Mm. so he established this thing called leaving loudly so at the end of the day whether you're leaving at four to go do something or you're leaving at six say I'm leaving now it's a boundary, right? It's like, I'm done for the day. And I loved that. I thought that was kind of a, a great thing for a CEO to bring into a corporate culture. Mm. And I think being okay, and I with
1: with your boundaries, you know, inviting about ba- or, or setting a boundary and um, invite respect, I am a valuable person. I have needs. I have wants, I have desires, I have things I want to achieve. So this is my boundary around that. People can fall into the victim mentality of this. And, and it's the root of it is that, that they haven't set their own boundary. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need to verbalize your boundaries. I'm not saying you always need to verbalize your boundaries, but sometimes you do. I was out to dinner with a couple of colleagues from an organization and one of them was complaining about the their manager calling them on the weekend. And, you know, I'm, I always get interrupted. I'm trying to do family stuff and I get interrupted. So I said, why do you answer the phone? And he said, well, he's he's my boss. Ultimately, he's in charge of whether I get paid or not. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I said, okay. And the other person who is also managed by that same person who also gets phone calls from that same manager on the weekend did not answer the phone. I said, can you understand that it's your lack of a boundary that you are inviting and then you're playing the victim here? Mm-hmm. It, you know, this other person is not bothered about a promotion or whatever it is and they don't they just they don't answer their phone on the weekend anyway fast forward 6 months later the person who didn't answer their phone on the weekend ended up getting a promotion and the person who did an- answer their phone on the weekend didn't oh there you go isn't it fascinating yeah that person just never answered the phone and then eventually that person just stopped ringing on the weekend
0: <laughs> it's funny Sometimes, like when you tell that story, I'm thinking about. I worked for a, a guy on a contract one time, and he actually phoned me on Christmas Day. Oh! And I didn't answer the phone, but I talked to him about it later. I said to him, "You know, it was Christmas Day. Like, were you expecting me to?" And he's, and he, his, he was like, "Well, I was working, and it, I just thought, well, if you, you know, if you answer the phone." Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll we can deal with it, but if not I'll just leave you a message. Absolutely. And so he didn't even expect me to be, yeah. you know, he expected me to have boundaries. If I wanted to do it, I'd do it and if I didn't, he'd leave a message. And it was it was just you know, when you talk about being a victim, it is that, right? We we tend to like think that we have to respond. And might not even be expecting us to be responding. We don't even know. They might just be like, I'll just leave a message so I can check it off my list, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're in the moment. They're like, oh, I'll just give them a call. And, then, and yeah, it's like people, when they answer the phone and they're in a meeting, oh, I can't talk right now. I'm in a meeting. So I think, well, why did you answer the phone? Right,
0: exactly. Let me leave a message. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's like a pet peeve. Have we done a show, a program on pet peeves? I don't think we might have. But that's one of mine too. When people answer their phone and say, Hi, I can't talk right now. Then don't answer your yeah, phone. <laughs> exactly. Like set
1: boundaries for yourself and for the other person. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we're going to get a little bit animated, I think. They are like a fence. They keep you safe. They keep you shielded from going to places you don't want to go or being someone you don't want to be. I think the crux of the matter is, though, it's not natural for some people to put themselves first, And I'm not saying setting boundaries encourages you to put yourself first with no compromise whatsoever. You just have to do some critical thinking about where is the go zone and where is the no-go zone and being okay to put yourself first without feeling guilt, right? And uh, Brene Brown, I love what she says about self-love And trust and in her brave, you know, B R A V E, B is for boundaries. That's the very first thing Mm. she recommends. And her questions are, do I respect my own boundaries? Was I clear about what's okay and what's not okay? Right. And, and I think that's part of it. And I, and I know it's, it's a journey to get there. Um, But the more we are okay and the more we are grounded in what we want to do, the more we'll be able to set our boundaries and understand them. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I'm I don't know, I'm probably going into a tangent here now, but setting boundaries around goals. So Ashley's doing his MBA. His ultimate goal is to pass his MBA. So we have to, as a family, we have to set boundaries around the social, and I had to be part of that because I'm the social organiser. <laughs> So the social organization of stuff. And it doesn't exclude me from going to things without him for sure. But where it impacts us is obviously entertaining at home and 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 me saying yes on behalf of him to go to places and things. So and, and that that comes easy, Sandy. hmm Like, and I feel like that's easy because you know, everyone knows he's doing his MBA, he's busy studying, you know, pretty much every spare hour is what he's doing and we, we're, we're very strategic about when he can have his breaks of a, a few hours or half a day or a day, right? So, um, and people understand that and people respect that. So I think some people get challenged with boundaries in relationships because they feel they're going to let people down or they're going to hurt people. Right. So I use that as an example. And then I flip to one of my boundaries after I've like had an awesome summer and eaten and drunk my way through every cocktail and
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> everything there is and then calm September or January or whenever it is that I really knuckle down on my goal of either not drinking wine for a few weeks or, you know, kick my healthy eating again or whatever it is, I used to feel guilty if I said no to social events, but I've now reframed that. Like, why is my goal of kickstarting back my little health routine or losing a few pounds or feeling better in my clothes or getting fitter? Why is my goal of any less value than Ashley's goal?
0: Hmm. Well, can I weigh in on that? because I have a Brene Brown quote as well (laughs) and I don't know just listen to this and see if it makes sense to you she says for women setting boundaries is difficult because the shame gremlins are quick to weigh in careful saying no you'll really disappoint these people don't let them down be a good girl make everyone happy For men, the gremlins whisper, man up. A real guy could take this on and then some. Is the little mama's boy just too tired? (laughs) And I think that's, you know, part of what I experience in a situation like that where, you know, it comes down to, like you said earlier, it's about putting yourself first. And I think sometimes women have been... Um, socialize to some extent to put other people before us or to see ourselves as our goals as not as important as maybe our partner or someone else. What do you think of that? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it does make sense to me. It's just
1: not me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
0: so on the social
1: styles personality profile, I'm expressive and, for an expressive person, it, the world really is about them. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Now, I'm not saying I'm selfish. If I have something I really want to achieve, then I'll get very determined on setting boundaries around that. I, I hope this is making sense. I just think if people have goals that they want to achieve and you are committed, so how much are you committed to that goal then I think the next step is, okay, determine what boundaries you need to set in order to help you achieve that goal and be okay with that. You know, Be okay with that, I guess. And I'm not saying it's
0: easy, but... Hey, can I just jump in here with something a little off topic, but I think it will be of interest to our listeners. Mm -hmm. It's around something that you and I both just did. And it relates to um, another podcast we recorded with Danielle about communication. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you remember when she said that one of the ways you can strengthen your communication is by, and it's something that Women do specifically is to stop saying, does that make sense to you? Yeah, right. And we both have just done that in the last five minutes on this call. I was going to say, did we
1: apologize
0: or something? (laughs) No, we both said, does that make sense? And she said, we should say, are you tracking with me or something? Are you following me? Yeah. Because when we say, does that make sense? It makes it sound like maybe we're not clear. Whereas if I say, are you following me? it's are you keeping up with me? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Anyway, I just I want to leave this in because I, I think it's good for our listeners to know that there's a lot of good stuff and good content in what we are talking about. And it's catching yourself in it. Both say that so we can go back to boundaries now.
1: Okay, so I just thought, like you and I have spoken about these boundaries around healthy eating and fitness a lot these past few weeks. And It was kind of given me an uh aha, and that's when I thought, okay, why is achieving my goal any different for Ashley achieving his goal? Just because he has something to do when we say no to an event or whatever.
0: Right. So what have you decided? Have you thought, have you? Well, I've
1: I've decided it's not different.
0: Right. And that's,
1: you know what I said, sometimes we need to verbalize our boundaries and sometimes we don't. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: if I say no to a social event, I don't have to give it a reason. It's it's not just – it's not, it doesn't have to be, oh, because I'm already going somewhere else. You know, it could be that we've decided – this past weekend, Ash and I had no social events and we had a conversation about it. I said, okay, Ash, you know, we've just come off a long weekend where we had a number of social events. The following weekend after that, we've got a number of social events. We haven't got anything planned. If you want to catch up with someone for wine, we can organize that. Or we can just have, you know, a weekend at home, you can study, I can do some work, I can get some stuff done around the house. And he's like, you know what, I think I just need a weekend at home. And so we had that very conversation. So if we get an invite, and he said, if if we get an invite, let's say no. Like it doesn't, we don't have to say no just because we've got somewhere else to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh,
0: my gosh. I'm tracking with you. Are you you. you
1: feeling me, Sandy? Are you hearing me?
0: (laughs) Yes, because one of the places where I think, you know, we said relationships, but I think we also have to put in boundaries around, you've got goals, but our schedule. And a lot of times I find that I will block out the same, I will block out a day that I'm just going to stay home and read and catch up on things and just kind of have, you know, the kind of day that I like to have just kind of an introverted day. And then somebody will want to do something and I will put aside my because I'll yeah. look and I'll be like, yeah, I could go out for lunch. Although we know going out for lunch means showering, putting on makeup, getting some, you know, what—I there's a lot more involved than just showing up for lunch for me anyway. So it kind of puts, it means I'm not going to be in, you know, leggings in a, in a sweatshirt all day. I'm going to have to make an effort to shower and everything else. So anyway, um, the point is that we can, we need to have boundaries around our schedules as well as our goals.
1: Yeah, and I think that so this is where the flexibility comes in. Now, if you go to lunch and it's great because you haven't seen that person for a while and it's a really good connection and you feel invigorated and engaged and and it's all great and you come back and it's fine, then that's one thing. If you go to lunch and come back and be like, oh, well, I haven't done this now and I haven't done that and I shouldn't have done that, that's totally – that's that's where to me – that's where, okay, so you haven't shown yourself self-love. Like, what do you want is the is the question. If you haven't shown yourself self-love and haven't respected your own values or you decide, no, it's okay because I can move this schedule somewhere else and I can do that sometime else and I really want to go and connect with this
0: person. Mm-hmm. So I read that the number one mistake women make when it comes to boundaries is that we expect other people to honor or follow our boundaries. And we put the responsibility in their hands. And we expect them to respect our boundary. And it's our responsibility to respect our boundaries. And it has nothing to do with the other person. So I think that plays into what we're talking about right here, that if someone calls, I can't Expect them to have the boundary for me. I have to own it and I have to say, I wanted to spend this weekend at home. So, no, I'm sorry. I can't make it this weekend. So, what's holding you back from doing that? Oh, the same thing that holds me back in every <laughs> of my life. I'm freaking, I like to be liked BS. <laughs>
1: I like to be like Yes, I love it. I was connecting with a colleague and I hadn't connected with them for a while and they were starting uh, to venture into their own business around leadership and I sent them an email and said, oh, my God, I'd love to connect. Like we were starting to have similar alignment in terms of our businesses. And she wrote back to me and she said, I would too. However, I'm on a two-week writing retreat, so I'm not actually booking appointments right now. I'll get back to you in two weeks. And instead of feeling rejected and dejected, I just thought, wow, good
0: for you. Right. That's how I feel when somebody does that too.
1: Right. But then you won't give your own self that love and respect of sticking to whatever it is that you were trying to do or whatever. So... Yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? Like I don't know. I guess I think I have, I've journeyed along the path, and uh, yeah, maybe it's my slightly different personality type that um, I'm okay to put myself first a little bit. It, it sounds really see, and I hardly even want to say it, Sandy, because it sounds so selfish. I want to reframe it. It's it's not being selfish. It's having self love. It's ensuring that you live the life you want to live and you achieve what you want to achieve and you have relationships with who
0: you want to have. So we have talked a lot about boundaries and where we struggle with them. I think it would be really helpful for our listeners if we talk a little bit about what you're touching on right now, and that is how to set boundaries and some things that we've learned around setting boundaries.
1: Okay, before we go there, Sandy, I just want to, like, let's talk about how you know when something's not quite right. When do you know you need to set a boundary? You know, at the core of healthy boundaries means you say yes when you mean yes, and you say no when you mean no. And I love that, because if you're saying yes, and you really want to say no, that's a trigger.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs>
1: And and the opposite, if you're saying no when you mean yes, that's a trigger too. So I think people need to look for these triggers. And if they're trying to, if they're starting to be a victim and starting to blame others, starting to say yes and regret it straight away or come up with excuses or something, that is when you need to really kind of check in with yourself and say, okay, uh is there a boundary issue here that, that I'm too afraid to look at or I'm feeling selfish or I'm scared to let someone down or whatever and start to reframe that? And yeah, we can look at how we can do that now, but yeah. Okay. I just, I,
0: just, I want to repeat that because I oh. think that is so important. So when you are setting healthy boundaries, exactly what you're doing is you say yes when you mean yes and you say no when you mean no. And I can't tell you how often I say yes when I don't really mean yes. And mm-hmm. I say, well, I rarely say no. I have no boundaries at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I've seen you go in... um it's you go true. in waves.
0: Yes, I do. Because In your intention. Yes. And so I'm really working on on this because I think it goes with being truthful. And that's part of something that I'm really focused on right now is being really honest with myself and with other people about things. So I think saying yes when you mean yes and saying no when you mean no is being absolutely honest. And I love that yeah and you don't have to
1: give a reason no it's you know you don't you it's just it's no it it doesn't fit with my schedule or I can't do that right now or I don't want to work on that project or whatever it
0: is I think the big one for me is honoring my time and putting up boundaries around my availability because I you know it happens a lot you know maybe my son will call and he'll say I'm just going to drop by on Sunday afternoon and maybe I was planning to clean or do something else and i say oh yeah it'd be great to see you and it is if he's listening which he's probably not it is great, <laughs> it it is great to see you sweetie however i probably could have used that time to get something else done so and he's great at boundaries so i just i think mm. that's the thing for me is just honoring my schedule and when i have plans and someone wants to do something else just saying i'm sorry and let's talk about that. So how do you do that? How do you step in and start setting boundaries? So, well, I think you need to like
1: recognize and acknowledge your own feelings around it. Like, like what you're saying, you, you know, you feel like you let people down, need to be liked. And I think in order to set an effective boundary, we have to know what it is we're feeling and how we're going to handle that. Um, and how we're going to check in with ourselves and, and, and feel. Okay, so it's reframing it, Sandy. I honestly think this bit is about reframing those um, negative feelings. You know, it's it's not about being weak in our relationship. Um, It's about being being strong and being a leader of your life.
0: Yeah, I agree. Mm, That's one thing. Yes, definitely. And it is like you said. It's interesting that people respect them when you set them. And I I know. um, But. Along with that, if people don't respect your boundaries, then I think you need to rethink those relationships. So if you're if there are people in your life who you are setting boundaries and you are saying, you know, this is not okay with me and they continue to treat you that way or not respect your boundaries, then I think you need to stop spending time with them and and acknowledge that they're not healthy and that's not healthy for you.
1: Yeah, and I think that's where you come to verbalizing. Like I'm sure if you said to your son, hey, you know, Sundays is my day to sort my schedule, blah, 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 he would respect that. Totally. Right? Yeah, he would, he would totally respect that. So like you said, we always expect other people to understand our boundaries but we don't verbalize them. Yeah. And I think this is a really key point here, something that we had to learn when we came back from um, – Doing our degree that if we wanted people to treat us differently, we had to tell them our expectations around that and our boundaries around that, basically, you know, how we've p- perhaps changed in our thinking um, or some new things we're trying to learn and we had to engage our circle in helping us get there. Mm -hmm. Um, so if if you choose a boundary that you're going to try and implement and stick to make sure you tell people who may be impacted by that boundary directly I mean you don't have to share everyone but if you have been available and on email in the evening for people at work and all of a sudden you're not going to be because you want to try and limit some of that time let people know that Mm -hmm. so that they can help you because I think most people respect once they know they they will respect the boundary Mm -hmm. and That's hard because now you're showing a bit of vulnerability,
0: right? Right. So another thing I've had to learn in this reframing of boundaries is to learn to be okay with disappointing people. And, you know, that's fine. It's not my responsibility how they feel about my boundaries. And there's, (laughs) um, there's a quote that I read that I just love, and it says, the only people who get upset when you set boundaries are the people who benefited from you having none. And I think that's so true. And so, you know, it's okay if somebody's disappointed. You know, I've been, I've wanted to spend time with someone or do something and they say no, and I feel a little bit disappointed. That's okay. Like, that's reality. And it's okay if you disappoint people. Yeah.
1: And I think we do. Uh, well, We have this conversation. We like to hike in the fall. We've got some certain hikes we want to achieve this fall. And as we were looking at day, we're trying to find a Saturday and a Sunday or a number of Saturdays and Sundays. And as it was getting more difficult, you said, well, could we do a day during the week? And at first, I'm like, because uh, that's stepping over a boundary for me, right? Right. Like I want to keep my during the week as as work. This is where I think the the flexibility and the compromise comes in, but I do it knowing what I'm doing and accepting what I'm doing and fully committed and agreeing to what I'm doing. Right. Rather yeah. than bitching about it later. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um and uh, we haven't landed on it and, and we may or may not, but um it, you know, I want to I want to sh- share with people that it's not about yes it is about being steadfast in your boundary but absolutely thinking about when you're okay with shifting that and when you're not Mm -hmm. it's just it's that intention part of that is recognizing when a boundary has been crossed as well understanding your feelings around that and verbalizing that it's been crossed so a big one for me is people turning up late for meetings
0: right (laughs) yeah
1: and and so I do. I say, look, now we have a shorter meeting because you weren't here on time. And you know, my time is valuable. Everyone else's time is valuable. And even if it's a one-to-one, and I'm there, and they've rung me or texted me, sure, I'll be here, but we won't. We still don't get to meet for an hour. We now only meet for forty-five minutes.
0: Yeah, I I love um, that.
1: And 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 I think unless we do that, then what happens is they just keep uh, crossing our boundaries. So it's up to us. It's up to us to, um, to acknowledge and verbalize
0: when it's been, when it has been crossed. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to do that recently where I was doing a team, uh, Myers-Briggs for group. And when I got there, there was only going to be six and I had already agreed to do this off hours for this group. And, um, three of them weren't there. And the woman organizing it said, well, they're running behind. And I was like, well, I'm going to get started and they'll, because we said it was going to be a two hour session and I need to leave at four. So let's get going and they can catch up when they get here. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely the same. Um, you just see in some situations, I'm really good, but I think that's one of them is when people are late. But that's a big one for you. Yeah. That's yeah. a big
1: one for you. I know that. <laughs> <I'm>
0: always... <laughs> Anxious when you have to meet me? <laughs> just no, tell just, me yeah. you're going to be late. That's fine.
1: I, you know, I know that and I agree too. And I've, I was working in a culture where people didn't care and I just swan into a meeting five, ten minutes late and that drove me crazy. It shows a lot of disrespect for everyone else around the table.
0: And it's so, contagious. Then next meeting... Other people it's, come late, right? It's just it's, It just gets so that it's, it's, people just yeah. keep showing up later and later. So I agree. Okay, so so if you meet with Joanne and I, be on time, please. <laughs> That's the takeaway here. If you're coming to our retreat,
1: which we'll be talking about at the end of this, <laughs> make sure you're there on time.
0: Because you know? we'll be starting it when we say we're starting it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so I think another step is... You know, understanding when you need to set a boundary, once you recognize that something is causing you to feel overwhelmed or drained, it might be a boundary that you need to set. For example, if someone's always borrowing money from you and never paying you back, or you always set a lunch date or a dinner date or something, and then they always cancel last minute, Mm -hmm. friends always texting you late at night or whatever, like whatever it is, If something's causing you some challenge and some angst and some anxiety and draining, then you may need to set a boundary with that person. Yeah. One of the key points, obviously, is recognizing when you need to set a boundary.
0: And don't be afraid to go back and set a boundary if you didn't set one. You know, you set them quickly and as soon as you recognize that you need to set one. But don't feel like just because you've been putting up with something for, like in your example, like just because... You've never addressed something maybe in the past mm-hmm. that you can't now say, you know what? I'm not okay with this because yeah. it's fine. You set your boundary whenever you, you recognize that you need to set it. Even if you've been, um, okay or seemingly okay with someone's behavior, it doesn't mean you can't now say, you know, I know you've been late for our meetings for the last five months, but I'm really not okay with it. Yeah yeah hard to do but would you rather
1: yeah would you rather continue to have angst and anxiety and feel drained and overwhelmed and regret having to meet this person or would you rather to be a leader and and uh and and be honest about how this is
0: impacting you so with that is also practice setting boundaries with a friend if you need to. That's something that we've done. I actually did mm. this today because I was going into um, a meeting and yes. I wanted to make sure that I honored something that I've committed to. And so as I was getting ready, I was just practicing what I was going to say at the beginning of the meeting, because I was changing a behavior that that person would expect, because in the past, mm-hmm. I've always acted a certain way, but I, I wanted to make a shift. And I don't want to get into the details of it. But I just practice it. I was like, this is when I'll do it. And this is how I'll say it on my way. And so I did. And it was like, Oh, that's great. Yeah, I can. I totally can understand why you want to make that change. Yeah. No big deal. Right. Right.
1: And so what you've just said there, Sandy, is um, kind of one of the final steps, I think, which is helpful in setting a boundary is getting grounded because there's two things that often happen. Again, especially when it's a boundary in a relationship, there's either backlash from the other person or you'll feel guilty. And so for this reason, it's important to get grounded within yourself. And what you've explained is exactly what you do. You can do this by breathing, tuning into your body, meditation, envisioning, practicing what you're going to say, how you're going to say it, when you're going to say it, um, so that you can practice saying it, so that when you do say it, it comes out naturally rather than all quivery or second guessing or yes. we apologize for it, which is what we do as women. So I think that is important. So you did some of that self-work on getting grounded and and then you voiced it. So you made your boundary known to that person. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's awesome. I think we've covered pretty much all of our points on boundaries. We're not saying they're easy to do.
0: However, I think if you don't, then we can be the victim for a long time. Yes, and I think, uh, you know, a couple things in closing. One is... What I said, when you start reframing your life, when you start making changes in your life to become more of the person you want to be and to live the life you want to live, you're going to have to learn to set boundaries because you've been acting a certain way with people and they know you in that way, and that's what they expect. So you will have to start saying no to things that you said yes to before. And so it's really important if, you're, if you want to make changes and reframe your life that you learn how to set boundaries. The other thing was a question that I heard today, and it I think goes so well with boundaries, and it is what becomes possible when you say no?
1: Yeah, I think that's a great question for people to ask. What we do want you to say yes to...
0: (laughs) Good segue. Especially
1: especially if you're in Canada or America and feel like flying into the um, greater Toronto area for a weekend is that we are having a retreat, our first Reframe Your Life retreat, and it's going to be on... Saturday the 18th of November it's an all-day retreat Uh, you can find the information on our website uh, www.reframeyourlife.ca early bird pricing is until the 20th of October it's going to be a great day we're going to help you go through the model you're going to connect with some other women who are on a similar journey and have their own story and have their own own tales to share and we're going to help you um, identify uh, some of your triggers and some of your areas development and and through the model help you take steps to live the life you want to lead
0: yeah it's I'm really looking forward to it it is going to be fun we will have some great healthy snacks and activities for you to do to really um, help you engage with the material and we have actually written a workbook for for this event and it's based on our model and we put a lot of work into it and we're really excited about it
1: so head over to our website
0: if you have any questions email
1: us at hello at reframeyourlife.ca we'd love to see you meet you engage with you but don't be late You know, they know I'm just joking. But we will be starting on time. How about if I frame it that way? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Thanks, Sandy. It was a great conversation. Thank you. Hi, Life Reframers. Did you enjoy our episode today? If so, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. Also, check us out on all our social media avenues via reframeyourlife.ca.